Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. All right, hey, 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 everybody, hey, welcome to both mics. Welcome, welcome. Both mics is a show about nothing and everything. That over there is Mike Safka, and that over there is Mike Taylor, and together we are both mics. Welcome to show number 94 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere. Podcast can be heard live right now, kind of, maybe, even though Twitch is, there we go. We are live on twitch.tv slash both mics. Find us there every Friday night around 7 o'clock-ish. We usually run two one-hour shows till about 9 o'clock-ish. And, uh, yeah, check us out. Why not? Wouldn't hurt. Tell a friend, bastards. All right. Um, yeah, find us anywhere podcasts can be heard, even on Spotify. We uh we do the Spotify thing. We're not we're not that big of a rebel to uh to be dissing Spotify. So check us out. Let us know you're a fan. Thank you. Awesome. Mr. Safka, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Mike? Uh, uh, wonderful. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're doing wonderful, huh? I feel like crap still, but hey, you know, sucks for me. Power so, through, get... man, power through. Yep, my nose is so clogged right now. <laughs> All right, well, uh, if you, you missed the Monsters of Rock review, we had that yeah. in the last show, 93. But uh, 94, we have a special guest coming today. Uh-oh. Misinformation will be stopping by here shortly. Wow, I got the text. interesting. I got the text. They're en route to the both my studios right now. Cool. So uh, hopefully we'll be, <clears throat> be talking to misinformation here real soon. One of the first things I saw in the news, this is a ship fire. I was oh. thinking about you, Mike, but this has happened here <laughs> recently. This is a cargo ship. Uh, yeah, it actually looks like a cargo ship. Like, boom, boom. I've seen those. Where, where have I seen those? Oh, I've seen those in the Bahamas. They have uh, one of the hotels in the Baha- in uh, Nassau, Bahamas, actually has a uh, webcam on the on the roof, and it shows the area right by the uh, where the cruise ships go. And boats look just like this back in there, and there's cars on them. And uh, you sit there and watch this webcam as, as all the guys run into the ship and drive cars off and Crazy, load huh? cars from that. So, yeah, I can imagine if that's one of those ships, that is a fiery mess. With, this uh, is according to WashingtonPost.com, so it must be true. A huge cargo ship carrying thousands of luxury vehicles from Germany to the United States, including wow. 1,100 Porsches. Caught fire this week, forcing all 22 crew members to abandon ship and leave the vessel adrift in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Wow. A fire broke out Wednesday morning on a Felicity Ace, a ship about 650 feet long near Portugal's Azor Islands, according to the Portuguese Navy. The Navy had departed from Edmund, Germ- the ship had departed from Edmund, Germany on February 10th. And was scheduled to complete its 13-day trip and arrive in Davisville, Rhode Island next weekend, according to Vessel Finder, a ship, wow. a ship tracking website. The Volkswagen Group estimated that nearly 4,000 cars were aboard the Felicity Ace, according to the Drive and Automotive website. Dude, wow! Can you imagine? That's a lot of money. Dude. So, if you just leave this thing adrift off the Azor Islands, does it does it eventually sink? It says the fire was still burning on the ship as of Friday, according to the Portuguese Navy, and photos wow. shows white smoke billowing out of the vessel. Wow. Okay. 
all those tires. So 4,000 cars, so 16,000 tires burning. I wonder if anything's going to be salvageable. They say from Porsche, the German-made vehicle, they can range from 101,000 to 174,000, according to U.S. dealers. In addition to Porsches and Volkswagens, there were 189 Bentleys on board. Jeez. Cost between 166 and $348,000, according to Car and Driver. You think it's foul play? Like some pissed off? Could be an insurance thing. Maybe some those, pissed off guy? Who's to say that those cars didn't have uh, the chips they needed? And they're backing up in the plant. They've got this shit insured for when they ship it. They just collect right. the insurance check. It's the same thing as selling the cars. Oh, and guess what? Now they don't have an extra glut of inventory with no chips. Right. I hear you. Yeah. I'm calling bullcrap. You never know. You have know. you ever seen or heard of this before? No. no. And how old are you? 55? Okay. So am I. Excuse me? Excuse me? What, what do you mean, how old am I? You're 55? <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's messed okay. up, man. Or, or does it happen all the time and it's just never reported? You know, or make the news. I'm sure it's reported. But yeah, no, the, the ship looks familiar. It looks like the a regular ship that I see all the time pulling up to ports, dropping off cars. This is pretty funny here. Well, not funny, but Matt Farah, this is according, again, to WashingtonPost.com. Matt Farah, a car enthusiast and editor of The Smoking Tire, ha, nice. ha, ha, is one of the customers who believes his vehicle is stuck at sea. Farrah tweeted that he had been waiting since August for his 22 Boxer Spider that was modified to his specifications. The vehicle, which he declared as the best sports car of all time, has a retail price of about 123000 He got a call from his viewer, but he was left disappointed and stunned. My car is now adrift, <clears throat> possibly on fire in the middle of the ocean. Oh, well. So you yes. order a car. The car's coming. And it catches fire. That's crazy. Right. So is that a is that a too bad for him, or are they going to make him another one now? They're going to make him another one. It's going to be about another eight months. Right. <laughs> All right. So I got the thing up here with a kid using the internet. Yes. It's according to Gizmodo.com. A father accidentally shut down his town's whole internet in an effort to limit his kid's screen time. <laughs> okay. I don't know how he did this physically, but somehow he knocked down the whole internet. And because he did it and he admitted he did this, he's now facing up to six months in prison for taking down the internet. Alright. Now is it a, a thing where the guy knew what he was doing or was it something he accidentally did? A report from the outlet France Blue, because this happened in France says the unnamed dad tried to use a multi-wave band jammer to temporarily cut off the internet connection at his residence in the town of the Messengers. Jammers, which are illegal in France and also in the USA, work by interfering with telecommunication signals, thus stifling connections. Despite their illegality, people still get arrested for using them pretty much all the time. Yeah. So he purposely. We, we, we try to avoid it because uh, it turns your brain to mush. You know, it's like staring, like a caveman staring at a fire. You know, there's, there's no need for it. So, yes and no. All right. So, Don't yeah. accidentally shut your internet down and the whole town down with uh, a jammer. No, no, I, I don't think I have the uh, the aptitude to be able to pull something like that off. We talked about Joe Rogan before. Hey, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan does not look like Joe Rogan. 
Yeah, he almost looks like the guy that ate Joe Rogan. Right? Looks like freaking Lou Costello with no hair. Nice. Nice. Well, the reason why we're talking about Joe Rogan is... He's, he, of course, is back on Spotify, but there's a lot of other shows that don't have the pull he has and weren't under the same contract as him that aren't back. So, these companies that own these other shows are called The Ringer and Parcast. I'm not familiar with what shows they have, yeah. but uh, these people are not able to get back. Meanwhile, Joe Rogan was, and he went out and apologized and all this. I, I see, screw it, man. You don't like to change the channel, man. You know, you know what you're getting here, and just because you don't agree with an opinion, don't it doesn't mean you can threaten to take me off the air. Turn it. How many people? How many people liked or listened to Rush Limbaugh? Well, probably fifty percent right. of the people. The other fifty percent should just not listen to him. What's the problem? Yep. I don't listen to people I don't like. But everyone has to be canceled nowadays. Yeah. So don't don't, don't make people think. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to officially... Well, the sad news is it's a small minority of people who are doing this. They make globalist attack through the tech companies and yeah, it's, it's they, always they that take way. over. Yep. And, yep. Yeah, I'm out on that. So I'm going to tell you right now, if you take Joe Rogan off Spotify, I'm leaving Spotify. How about that? Both mics will leave Spotify if you take Joe Rogan off. I'm going to stick up for Joe. Uh, doesn't matter to me. I don't even know what the whole argument started off about. Well, yeah, that's beside the point. I'm not going to get into all that, but, you know, it was involving the, the COVID and stuff, and he had some people on that people weren't agreeing with because it wasn't part of the, the narrative. It wasn't the approved narrative that was sent out through MSM. It was something different. So he provided proof that that was all bullshit. Oh, right, 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 yeah. And, and his his thought was that he was giving eagle platform for, for the little guy. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying, dude, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame that you can be threatened with your livelihood in Canada right now with this thing. They're arresting all those truck drivers who are towing their trucks. You know what they did? Somebody bought a can of gas for somebody one time so they wouldn't have to freeze in their truck overnight. The government stepped in and stopped his banking ability. He can't buy anything now because they didn't agree with his political statement. They said that him buying a can of gas for a truck driver so they wouldn't freeze in their truck all night and could run the engine was a terrorist activity. Wow. They did a business owner the same thing. They painted the outside of her store calling her Hitler and a terrorist supporter and all this just because these people don't agree. They're not out storming the, storming the town, burning down buildings and shit like we saw in the past. They're making a point through a peaceful protest, and yet big government big money, technology, they're all coming in and you know, well, we'll just shut you off. You won't be able to buy food or anything now because we disagree with your opinion. Also in Canada, this is a fact. Again, not trying to be political. They're policing Facebook like never before. And this is going to be great because I'm going to have to ask misinformation about this when she gets here. If you're in Canada and you make a comment on Facebook about a peaceful protest... The police are required to go to your house and educate you on the law of a peaceful protest. Dude, I can't. I'm not making this shit up. I'm a funny dude. I can't make this shit up, dude. Yeah. This is oh. this is what they're trying to bring here, dude. I'm not having it. So interesting. Yeah. What? Hang on. I'm getting a, getting a message here. Let me see if it's misinformation. She's supposed to be here in a minute. Cool. This should be good. Mm. That's her. 
So, so listen, the yeah. only way I could get her to come on the show is if we blocked video of her. Okay. So in other words, nobody could see what she looks like. So she sent the what she says a reasonable character or cartoon facsimile of her. <coughs> okay. So with that in mind, hang on before my computer crashes here. I gotta close a few things. There we go. One more. And let's close this one too. There we go. All right, we're gonna be back. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to the green room because the uh, yes, I'll be right there. I'm gonna bring her right now. Yeah, tell her to stand by. She's in the green room right now at both my studio compound. So she requested a specific song be played for her walk up. So first off, let me put up her picture so we introduce her properly. Here's misinformation. All right. Are you are you gonna play Nickelback? No, I'm not gonna play Nickelback, but I am gonna play a song that she wanted uh, played when she came in here. So hang on, I know you're frozen for a second there. You're not gonna be frozen for long, don't worry about it. Let's see here. Where did her stuff go? Oh yeah, over here, here it is, okay. All right, I'm gonna go get her, I'll be right back. Here's her song, and it's bad, it's a bad song. Hang on. Her song's queuing up here. We're running a little bit slow tonight. Hang on. Misinformation. Misinformation, it's making news fake, it's keeping news fake. Test, test. It's on. Just speak right into it. Well, hello. My name is Misinformation. Are you Mike? Yes. Yes. How are you, Misinformation? Oh, peace be with you. Peace be with you, child. Peace be with you. How are you? Also with you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. I've, I've been looking forward to this visit for so long. Only thing they had on the plane was some peanuts and a little baggie. So, honey, can you do me a favor? Yes, you, you're the intern here, right? Okay. I'm going to need some hot tea and the melon wedge. Buy the lemon for the hot tea, please. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I'm back. Go ahead. Can you hear me, Mike? I I, I can, yes, yes. Okay, I just wonder if this thing's on. Did I tell you this looks like a penis only smaller? Um, this looks like a penis only smaller. What, what is this that you speak of? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not used to being on the radio. There's a giant microphone in my face here. Ah, okay, okay, interesting. Okay, so I agreed to be here as long as no one saw my real identity. And I think that's a reasonable facsimile of me. I weigh about 245, and I'm 5'4". Okay. Okay. And uh, I, I hold my phone up like that a lot because my name is Misinformation. Okay. Uh, well, the, the person in the picture is definitely not 5'4 and 245 pounds. Well, it only shows the top half of her. I got, I got a lot of junk in the trunk, honey. <laughs> Okay, sure, sure. Um, 
Uh, well, some misinformation. Why are you on the show today? What, what are we talking about? Well, I used to work at the TSA. And okay. I used to work, I used to be the person that decided whether you got to fly or not. So somebody noticed me from Homeland Securities, and yeah. they thought that I was a good decision maker. So they said, hey, we want you to come to Homeland Securities. And I'm like, well, my baby daddy working at KFC right now. He's he going to school to be a doctor. So I thought that maybe I could get a little raise. So I asked them for a raise, and it's a good thing they gave me the raise, because then my baby daddy lost his job at KFC, but he's still going to be a doctor. Okay, okay, a doctor. Uh, what, what, what kind of doctor is he going to be? He says something about being a gynecologist because he can't okay. get enough of that beep. I, I, okay, I totally get it. Not a problem. Now, what, so you work at TSA, so you work at an airport. No, no, no. Now, honey, you are not looking. Did y'all get the advance? Did you? Yes, we got the bio. Did you send him the bio? Yes, I sent him the bio. Well, you did, and then you we didn't read the bio. You did not send me the bio. <laughs> Okay, I used to work for the TSA. Okay, I used okay. to decide if you could get on the plane. Okay. Now I work for Homeland Securities. Okay. So same thing, only different. Uh, now, what airport did you used to work at? I used to work right down the street from where I live in Atlanta. Atlanta? Okay. Uh, now, how, how did you get to the airport each day? How do you think I got to the airport in a goddamn car? Who is this guy? It, it, Why is he asking okay. me stupid questions? I, I was just wondering if you took the MARTA to the airport. I, I do take the MARTA. Do you know what MARTA stands for? No, no. What, 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 what does it stand for? I can't say it on the air. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering if you knew what it stood for. Oh, I, I wasn't going to incriminate myself. <clears throat> I knew exactly what it stands for. Um, a buddy of mine told me back in the back in the day when we worked at a restaurant together, he used to go to Atlanta a lot, and he, mm. he talked about MARTA stands stood hmm. for. So, so you yeah. so you work in a restaurant? You work at KFC too, like my like my baby daddy used to? No, no, no. I I can't tell you the last time I've been to KFC. Is that what Kennedy Space Center you used to work there? Yes, yes, yes. Dumbass. Who is this guy? He thinks he's all funny. <laughs> Look, at my job now with Homeland Securities, yeah. is I am an information specialist. Okay, so you you, you specialize in information. That is correct. I spend my I day. Processing informations, making sure y'all children aren't behaving, aren't misbehaving, aren't looking at stuff you ain't supposed to be looking at. I know okay. how y'all are. I get to see it every day. How how y'all are like like those people? Those people exactly. Though okay. you know who I'm talking about with those people. Those people spreading misinformations. <laughs> so so what's the what's the latest misinformation that's that's out there that I need to to warn myself and my children about misinformation? Oh, honey, please. There is so much in, misinformation out there. I, I, it would be better if you asked me if a piece of information was misinformation. Like I could judge it for you right here live. Like you tell me some informations, and I'll tell you if the information is true. Uh. Okay. I can't think of any information off the top of my well, head. Well, I'm glad it's, you had show prep, Mike. Well, yeah. Um, I, uh, or, uh, How about I, I give, give you some information about you, Mike? That, that'd be great. I'd love to hear information my, about me. My title is Misinformation. I know everything about you. I already okay. had your bio, unlike you had my bio. I had your bio before I stepped in the building here at both <laughs> mics. Yes, can honey. Like, yes, can honey. Like Last, can I get some more lemon for this tea, honey? Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so let me tell you. Your favorite, your favorite TV show growing up? 
Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> Your um, favorite car. The Grand Torino, the red one from Starsky and Hutch. Okay. You recently completed a model. That model was of a DeLorean, which was in that movie, Back to the Future. You kind of look like the doctor from Back to the Future. See, I know a lot about you already, Mike. How come you don't know nothing about me? Um... Because I was not expecting to interview misinformation. Uh, okay. So, so here's a question mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? Is mm-hmm. it Coke, Coke or Pepsi? What, what do you like better? I'm from the ATL. We support Coca-Cola around right here. Yeah, that's, that's, I was just making sure that mm-hmm. you know, being that you're legit from mm-hmm. from Atlanta, where mm-hmm. where Lamarda is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I got my head did today for this, and you only put my picture up there. But I know I told you not to put my picture up there. But I did get my head did. I got my hands did, my head did, my nails, my nails. I got the four foot kind. Okay, and, I was gonna, and, I was going to ask how long your nails are. Yeah, they're four foot. They're four oh, foot, yeah. and and each nail has one of my different children's face on them. How many, how many nails do you have? Well, I have 10 nails and I have 10 children. Okay. Three different so, baby daddy. I'll, I'll one incarcerated. He ain't paying too much lately. The state gave a check for that child. I got 10 checks coming in for the, for the federal government. I make $30,000 a month on having 10 kids. <laughs> Pass three. Hey, That's why yeah. I got time to sit around and be misinformation. That's how what I got this job. When they turn 18. No, well, you know, after they're 18, they're still going to live in a house and I'm still going to have to take care of them because, you know, each one of them has some sort of disabilities. Like, one of them too fat. I don't know why they say that. He's no bigger than me and he's eight. I think that's fine. So, you know, we get a check for that too. And then if he's 18 and still disabled, I still get a check. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't know this. Don't you have children? I, I certainly do. The government yeah. will give you money if you say, if you give them some misinformation. You just give them some misinformation and tell them that your kid has spotted a bit for the song. Then you slip the doctor like $1,500 and he writes off on the chart that he has spotted a bit for the And then the government send you a money check every month. Interesting. I did, I did not know that. I did not know that at all. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now don't, don't ask me about my critics, though, because my critics is all messed up. Somebody done stole my critics a long time ago. But I do have, I do have access to all everybody's information, so everybody will give me critics now. Interesting, interesting. We'll have to, we'll have to talk about that and, and see. Well, what, what do you want to know? I can tell you about your critics, Mike, but that wouldn't be polite. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate not you not. You know, airing my my laundry out here on the both mics airwaves. So. Well, I do want to give a shout out to my sister, my sister, Mrs. Information. See, she married. I'm not. Like I said, I got three baby daddy, ten kids. One's incarcerated. Not the kid, the daddy. But the Mrs. Information. That's my sister, Mrs. Information. She married, and she in Canada right now. And she been telling me all about the Mrs. Information up there with the truckers and getting arrested, and they came to get gas and towing the trucks. It's all misinformation. Interesting. Interesting. That information goes all the way that far north. Well, no, it goes it goes across the sea too. Because nobody knows this, but 
My brother was married to a girl, and she was known as Misinformation for a small time, but they done got divorced, so I took over the name Misinformation, and she's the ex-Misinformation, and she happens to be over in Ukraine right now, and she's telling me there's nothing but Misinformation over there in Ukraine and Russia right now. Interesting. Yeah. What's going on over in the Ukraine and Russia? Well, you know, they're fighting, and we don't even know if they're really fighting. Like, they're saying they're fighting, and they're saying they're doing stuff, but then they're saying they're not doing stuff. It's all misinformation. Interesting. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I had, I've been on vacation. I haven't watched the news in a decade. Yeah, I know, Mike. You went on a Monsters of Rock cruise. You're, you're a diamond member of the cruise, and you get four free drinks when you go on a cruise a day, so you don't have to buy the drink package. I know all that stuff. Interesting. That's my job. is misinformation. From Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> what you say about my state? I'm proud of my peach state now. Don't yeah. get all up in my grits about Georgia. I will defend Georgia till I die. Stars and bars. Woo! <laughs> what? You find it, it? Look, look. It's about heritage, not hate. Well, why what do you heritage is hate? No, it's heritage. Well, what if your heritage is hate? Look, look at that picture of me. That's a reasonable facsimile of me. It just shows me from the waist up so you don't see my nice round ass. But if you look at that photo, you see I'm a woman of color. Uh, I, I didn't see that. Well, I could be a woman of color. I could be a white woman in that picture. But I look like a woman of color in the picture, no? No. No. Okay. Well, you look well, you're like, gonna a, leave that like, an, like an average girl from, from Georgia. You call me average? You call me a basic bitch? Well, there's a difference between basic and average. What is the difference between basic and average? I gotta know this because I'm misinformation. Well, basic would be what? What, what is basic? Basic is the lowest common denominator. You know, uh, the, the the building point of anything is is the basis of the basic. Um, average is is more than that. Yes, honey. Can I get another melon wedge over here? Yeah, that first one was delicious. Yeah, and, and some, some more lemon for... Can I just get a refill? No need to bring me a whole new tea bag and nothing like that. Just some little hot water for the tea bag I already have. Because I'm from Georgia, and I know you can get two teas out of one bag. Girl, you're shooting them out. You see this? You see this intern? I love this girl. She's a Georgia girl too, aren't you? Yeah, the intern here is a Georgia girl. How about that? We at home, sister. We at home. Come here, give me a little pinky. Give me a little pinky right here. Come on, give me a little pinky. Pinky, 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 pinky. Oh, yeah. You doing the most, too, honey. You keep waiting them to read us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can have an ass like mine in no time. I'm 245 pounds of screaming steel and fat ass appeal. Did I lose this guy? Is this penis looking thing still on? Is this thing on? Is there, you there? Yes, I'm here. You got any more questions for me? Because I got to get to my real interview. This is just a warm-up interview. Okay, yeah, well, uh, misinformation, don't let us don't let us hold you back from important stuff there, ma'am. Okay. Right. Did, Did you, you hear, hear my song when I came in? Did they have the right walk-up music on? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Santa Claus or Tommy Chong wrote that song. Okay, all right. Well, I just got to go. It was a pleasure to see you, Mike. And, and do me a favor. Do me a favor. Make sure you pay your light bill on time. Last last month, you were one day late, okay? All right, thank you. Y'all have a good one now. I'll talk to you later. Okay. You got it. Misinformation, folks. There you go.
Misinformation, it's making news fake, it's keeping news fake. Alright, thank you, Misinformation, thank you for joining us, Misinformation. She was pleasant, wasn't she? She's like nails on a chalkboard. I thought she was a good gal. I, I liked her. She was all sweet. She was all talking to the intern. They're, all, they're over there exchanging Facebook messages or something. Man. All right. She almost got, she almost got me talking like that now. Yeah. I thought you were going to interview her. No, 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 no. no. Totally caught me on the guard. I, I, yeah, I thought you were going to interview her. So. Right. Well, I should have interviewed her. That would have been good. Next time I'll interview her, right? All right. Yeah. All right, so in the news here, McDonald's is in the news. I put up a picture of a McDonald's creation from Spain. McDonald's is going after Taco Bell. Okay. Those are chips on that sandwich. It looks like a double quarter pounder with giant tomato slices and corn chips, like tortilla-type chips, on the burger. Queso? I see queso on there, too. They're offering this. It's funny you should say that. Because they're offering this with a couple other things. You can get chips and cheese. Yeah. And you can, there's like the, the meal. You get the McShaker fries, whatever that is. You have the Coke there. You have your burger with the tortilla strips on the burger. Then you have, as, as well as the fries, you have a little side of chips with cheese. Then they give you cheese dipping sauce for the fries. Cool. Are you I a fan? I would get that, yeah. No tomato. Oh but yeah, yeah it, looks, it looks good. Have, have you gone to a fast food restaurant recently? No. Yeah. Um, we I took the boys. I used to go all the time. That's how I became a fat fuck. So. Yeah. The uh, I took the boys not yesterday, the day before I think it was. I mean, it might have been yesterday. I don't know. Uh, went into Wendy's. Went inside. Didn't do the drive-through thing. Go in there and uh, walk up to the counter, and there's no one there. Just a bunch of screens, and you have to order your own food. Yeah, that's the way it is at some McDonald's a couple years ago when I went. Yeah, you have to go like go through the screens and yeah. order and add to your bag and then oh, bag yeah. it up and then go through and yeah. It's, it's all going to be robotic. robotic. They're going to have robot. They already have them, dude. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. That's what fifteen dollars an hour gets you. Yeah, and then you then you uh you press the wrong button and you can't pay for your damn food and ugh, it was so annoying. Yeah. So, so what did the kids think? think? Did, did they think it was cool or no? It, well, they're two and four. They don't know any different. You know? Therein lies the problem. It is what it is. These people who are taking over our world with these ideas are indoctrinating the children and they don't know any better. Yep. Like, for instance, you limiting your child's screen time, like we talked about before. Yeah. When they're old enough to talk back to you, they're going to say, Well, I bet your mom never interrupted your screen time. Stop. You know what I mean? Right. Stop. And we didn't have that. So I'm not trying to be the grumpy old man, get off my lawn guy. I'm just saying it. That's what they do. They condition you. They start over. They're willing to wait 20 years. They're patient. They yep. start over and they just educate the kids a certain way. And you have no control over it almost. I totally agree. Unless you homeschool. Are you going to homeschool or no? No. No. They, they, we have one of the best school systems in the country here. So well, that's awesome because not, not everybody's so fortunate. There's some shitty yeah. school things going on. A lot. 
So, so listen, this McDonald's thing isn't exclusive to just that. <coughs> they also had Mick Spaghetti and Mick Pizza. I, I, I know the pizza thing they've tried before, but Mick Spaghetti. Yeah, and I know, you know, if you're ever, if you ever want to try some of these things, go to the, what, at one time, I don't know if it still is, I know they tore it down basically and rebuilt it, the world's largest McDonald's on, uh, near iDrive in Sand Lake in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, yeah. They have all sorts of stuff there. They have stuff that you won't see anywhere else. And now I heard that you can order like off the menu, like this hidden menu thing. Are you familiar yeah, with this? Yeah, I thought that's where you were going with with this whole thing here. I thought this was oh, off no. the menu type stuff. Yeah, they have a like a Big Mac and a, a Whaler combination where it's like, uh, you know, a Big Mac on the bottom and a Whaler fish fillet on the top. That looks kind of cool. That was actually one of my favorite things working at Burger King. When I was in high school, was stuff. the, was the uh, well, with the Burger King is the whaler. The fish fillet is McDonald's. Same thing, only different. And uh, that was actually good. And I never thought I liked tartar sauce, but I, I guess I like tartar sauce. All right, so, so you're, you're a fan, fan of tartar, tartar sauce, sauce, but not tomatoes. tomatoes. Right. Okay. Believe it or not. Um, one lines yeah, and, and it's, it's one specific franchise that McDonald's has in the Orlando area that has these specialty restaurants uh, or specialty McDonald's restaurants. If you go on Sand Lake Road on the other side of I-4, uh, over there by where that Cuban restaurant is, uh, there's McDonald's there that also has, like, paninis and different things. And you, you order, and they, they actually bring your food out to you, and they have a, a large array of, of flatbreads and paninis besides and the it, basic McDonald's menu. And then not far from that, like a quarter mile from the Universal Studios main entrance, the Universal Studios Resort, there's one that has like a 50s motif when you go in and have like a giant Elvis and it looks like a 50s diner. Okay. Now, I haven't been in a couple of years, but I mean, it's supposed to have some sort of special significance as well. I don't know. Is that, yeah, is that the one that's north on Kirkman Road? Yeah, not far from uh, yeah. Hooters or whatever it used to be there. Right, right. Okay. Yep. I know. I know the one. Yeah, I think it's a specific franchise that, that has a, a larger array menu than, than your typical. McDonald's. So again, the sandwich that's in here, let me give you the official uh, thing here. Uh, I just had it and I rolled up. Okay. In the picture here, McDonald's nachos are your basic nachos with tortilla chips topped with nacho cheese sauce. It's joined by McShaker fries and a new Grand McExtreme nachos burger. McShaker fries feature McDonald's signature fries served with a packet of cheese seasoning and a bag so you can combine and shake them. So they're giving you like that powdered crap that you put in a cheap mac and cheese and you put it in the bag with your fries and you shake it up to get them all covered in the cheese stuff. That's pretty gross. Yeah, I, yeah. Powdered cheese is kind of gross. Yeah, it's, it's like, like eating powdered eggs. eggs. You ever eaten powdered eggs, dude? I'm sure I have. Yeah. Not intentionally. Not enjoyable. But yeah, I would imagine. All I keep thinking of is powdered eggs while I'm eating them. Ew. I haven't eaten them since like elementary school or whatever. When when we used to go to school a little early sometimes, we'd have to eat breakfast at school because we got there like an ungodly hour. And right. So we would eat breakfast at school. And yeah, every once in a while they would have stuff like that. I would come home and tell my mom stuff because they would serve stuff that we weren't used to. This is I'm going back to like moving from Jersey to Florida. I'm coming home and she goes, well, how was breakfast? I said, eh, it was all right. It was powdered eggs, 
grits. She goes, grits? I said, yeah. And they gave us these little sausage things. They gave us like fucking Vienna sausages and shit. And, you know, really, a piece of white bread toast with cheese melted on it. And this is weird. It was different, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Anyway. So you're a fan of this or no? The McDonald's doing the Taco Bell thing. Yeah, it sounds cool. You know, why not? All right. Would your kids eat that or no? No. Well, Xander, no. Nicholas, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was the opposite. Xander's the picky. All right. So Xander knows better and uh, and Nikki doesn't know any better. He just goes with it. Just eats anything and everything. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So Disney World has found a way to become more expensive. Really? They, yes. They're, they're they, constantly... they, had, they had to look for a way? Yeah, yeah. well... The 40 they're... different ways they made Disney more expensive isn't wasn't enough? They had to find more? Well, according, according to, to thetakeout.com, supply chain issues and bad citrus crops threatened to raise food prices at Disney. How many, how many food products does Disney have that include citrus? All of them? I don't if, know. If it... If it you know meets their needs, I guess it would be all of them. It turns out that inflation is a factor, at least at the very least, that's what Disney claims. The company is looking into alternatives to raising prices, such as making portion sizes smaller. This is nothing. This is everything like what happens in the real world. Yeah, you have a hard time buying a half gallon ice cream. It's like one point seven five now. It's called right. stagflation because of the devaluation of the currency. You're right. conditioned to spend a certain amount on a certain product of a certain size. Well, they just shrink the wrapper rather than giving it, rather than raising the price. Right. Yeah. Yep. They've done it with potato chips for for decades. Yeah, potato chips is the biggest scam ever because you're always buying two thirds air in a bag. Well, you know, you, you need that air to be able to 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 keep the the shit fresh. So. That's why they do that. Yeah, yeah but the, the way, way they advertise it. Look at this big bag that four of you could eat in one yeah. sitting. We just we just we bought a a gigantic bag of of ruffles at Costco before we went on vacation, and uh, it's literally like it was a two pound bag of potato chips, <laughs> and it was all settled at the bottom like a big big lead weight in the bottom of this bag. I couldn't believe it, and the bag was like nine dollars and forty nine cents. For a bag of chips. For a bag of chips. It's like, holy cow. But we, it was on sale. That's why we got it. Yeah, look at all the money you saved. Yeah. But, yeah, we've been eating it for two weeks now. No, I, I'm just messing with you. I know. Yeah. It's, it's a, it sucks, dude, because you, you go somewhere and you're like, oh, I used to be able to get a quick lunch in here for five bucks. Yep. <laughs> yep. 11 same thing. You know, you're like, really? What, what the fuck happened here? Well, a prime example is... uh. It, you know, the expensive place that got more expensive, I used to go uh, probably twice a year to Five Guys. Oh, yeah. I love that. I'll never forget the first time going to Five Guys, bacon double cheeseburger, large fry, drink. It was $13.13. It just I just remember how much it costs. Obviously, it's a, it's a weird number. And, and now it, it's easily $17 for the same thing. You know, <clears throat> so something that was ex- over overrated and inexpensive back then is even more expensive now. Well, just before the Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday, I was hosting a party here and I needed a few extra things. Well, thanks for the invite. Yeah, right. Um, 
couple of the things I forgot was the metal pans that I use to serve food, you know. Oh, like these little metal restaurant-style pans, but they're aluminum, you know. But you get them at the dollar store because they're a dollar, you know, otherwise you're paying three fifty a pop at Publix or whatever. So right. I roll over to the dollar store, and I know we talked about this in the recent past about it becoming the dollar twenty-five store. Everything just about is a dollar twenty-five, and I get five pans at a dollar twenty-five. Right. What's my total at the register? Um, should be six dollars and twenty-five cents. Six dollars and sixty-six cents. Okay. So I bought a Butterfinger to go with it. I was not going to go out on 666 for ah, some metal pans on a Sunday. I'm not going to yeah. do that, dude. No. You know, yeah. superstitious, whatever. It's just I, a shame that Butterfinger <coughs> sucks so badly. Yeah, you can't buy five things at the $1.25 store anymore. No. Yeah, avoid that. All right. So at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. At Universal Studios Orlando. They may be shutting down the beloved Harry Potter wand. Okay. This is according to February 17th. This is according to our friends over at InsideMagic.net. This, uh, I guess, and I didn't know this, but if you go around, they have several different levels of wands, I guess, that you can buy at Universal. And one of them that you get works with the Wi-Fi and the interaction in the park, and you can, like, turn on a light or point at something and make stuff happen, okay, while you're at the park. Yeah. Well, they have so many of the, the other ones that... Don't do that. The non-interactive ones. Yeah. All you have to do now is you sign up for something called the Universal Merchandise Shopping Card, and you get a free non-interactive wand. And somebody asked somebody who worked at Universal why they were, how they were able to do that, because nothing's for free at these places. And they said they're phasing them out. They're just trying to get rid of the inventory they have, so they're giving them away, but you have to sign up for this card. Ah. So here's my thing. All right. When kids get a certain age, like your you like your your other kids who are grown adults now. When they got to a certain age and you went to a theme park, did you ever let them go and just do their own thing? Yes. Okay. This is just we what we need. This is just what we need at the theme park. 40,000 kids running around with sticks in a theme park unsupervised. What could go wrong, right? <laughs> Stop running with that stick, right? You could you couldn't run with a stick or a popsicle when you were a kid cuz you'd poke your eye out, right? Exactly. I'm surprised yeah. somebody hasn't poked their damn eye out already. Yep. Yeah, I remember uh, one time we were, my ex-wife and I were walking around the corner, and we hear a bunch of kids screaming. And uh, we hear, like, some lady going, stop that! Don't do that! Cut it out! You know, like, bitching at them. You know, slow down! And we turned the corner, and there's our kids. No. <laughs> There's our kids with, with some other kids. I, I think they brought friends with them or something. And some old lady was freaking bitching them out for being being kids. So, yeah. If they could run with sticks, I'm sure they would have. We brought the, all the kids, the four kids, over to a theme park. They were probably aged like 10 through like 14 or something. <coughs> and <coughs> there was a water theme park over there in Kissimmee. And... They wanted to go and do their own thing and ride this. So we went to ride this slide thing or something. Me and Lisa, hold on, <coughs> got Dorito caught in my throat or something. You got to get a, <coughs> a cough button. <coughs> yeah, I do. So the 
we're in line for the slide next to us and the ride they're on is like underneath us but next to us like we're climbing up to get to this slide right right <laughs> right at that point where, where we're standing there's a big sign warning you on each ride don't stand on the ride you know stay seated keep arms and legs in at all times all that stuff right <laughs> i turn to the right and there's an opening <clears throat> a raft comes out and there's nobody on it <clears throat> i look to the back of it there's two of my kids hanging off the raft floating like they're went overboard the other two are holding the raft together with them, and the dog, the girl is up surfing with two arms in the air. Like she's surfing on things, standing up. And I'm like, Jesus, we are getting kicked the F out of here today. <laughs> it was amazing. Yep. Yeah, I, I can totally picture it. I can totally picture it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, kids running around sticks at Universal. That's uh, great stuff there. Right. All right, check this out. Okay. What do you think this girl's malfunction is? This is not fair. This is a picture of a young lady in the hospital bed. Um, I don't know. It looks like she has like a trach, a tracheotomy. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show the next picture. Okay. It involves this guy. He looks like a, a, one of the waiters on the cruise I just got off of. <laughs> if you're watching on twitch.tv slash both mics or YouTube, if you're not, you got to catch the pictures of these folks here. The reason why I'm bringing this up is this young lady here, she had breast augmentation surgery. She oh, was wow. eight, okay. 18 years old. Shortly after turning 18, a Colorado plastic surgeon performed breast augmentation on this 19-year-old patient. Now... This girl's last name is like N-G-U-Y-E-N. Sometimes okay. I hear it pronounced as Win. Sometimes I hear Nugin. I, I, I don't know. But I guess it's maybe a Korean name or something. Or Vietnamese name or something. Yes. She went in to have breast augmentation on August 2000, in August 2019. 14 uh -huh. months later, she died after she had slipped into a coma doing a, during a, the operation due to a brain injury of a problem with the anesthesia right yeah so happens. here's a girl who's probably unnecessarily going through a surgery totally i i mean i'm not trying to pass judgment but she fell into the coma this is according to nbcnews.com so it must be true she fell into a coma after the surgery gone wrong leaving her in a vegetative state she died 14 months later after the procedure in october 2020 so the arapaho county Sheriff's Office, that's what this is called in California, Arapahoe County. Yeah. Dr. Jeffrey Kim was a, was arrested after a lengthy criminal investigation. He turned himself in to authorities, accompanied by his attorney on Wednesday, and was booked and released after bond. Rex Meeker, a nurse anesthesiast, is also charged with manslaughter and a warrant has been issued for arrest. I had no idea. I thought there was some sort of disclaimer. You always had a sign and shit, but I guess the state can step in and say, no, this is egregious. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I always thought there was there was some kind of some kind of law protecting them, you know, the okie dokie oath or whatever they call that. Well, um, these two guys, Kim and Meeker, allegedly left Wynn unobserved for 15 minutes after putting her under anesthesia during her procedure which her parents say is contrary to the medical best practices 
according to the negligence lawsuit filed by Wynn's parents in 2019. During her absence, something went wrong and the with the anesthesia. She was found with her lips and face turned blue with the discoloration spreading across her body. Wynn suffered cardiac arrest twice and had to be resuscitated. Wow. Doctors waited five hours to call 911. Wow. So I okay. guess this might have been in one of those... Uh, like ambulatory surgical centers, maybe not in a hospital. Yeah, it uh, it sounds like uh, gross negligence to me. So. But I mean, first of all, you're 18. Why are you getting Why are you getting breast implants? Well, because you you think you have to, you know. It's crazy. And and do you ever think that this girl ever thought there was a real re a real way that she would die getting this done? No, that yeah. she wouldn't have done. It. I would have been the same way. I'd have been like, no, yeah, yeah. it's easy. Everybody well, he, does it every day. Here's a, a funny story. Well, not funny, but when 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 Nikki was born, I felt like asking the anesthesiologist if he was going to just text on his text on his cell phone while this you know this uh, the the uh, the delivery was happening too, like wow. the previous yeah, like the previous anesthesiologist when my son Xander was born who was on his phone you know it's like hey you know are you gonna text and, and look at Facebook on your phone while this is going on like the other doctor did anesthesiologists are making bank too dude. yeah yeah dude. yep wow easily yep so I oh, I was surprised I'm like you know we, we're trying to get through this and have, have Xander be born and I'm looking over and the anesthesiologist is scrolling through his phone I'm like really all right it's so crazy I, stuff. I guess I guess we had to pay extra for full attention of the doctor. Nice, nice. Well, you know I had my second favorite part of the show before. Well, here's my yeah. first. Here's not my first favorite, but it's one of my favorites. It's time for Get Off My Lawn. Get Off My Lawn. Not in this lifetime, Sonny. Well, I think you're an overeducated 27-year-old version. There's a Mexican, a Jew, and a colored guy go into a bar. The bartender looks up and says... Get the fuck out of here. Get off my lawn. These are stacked fucks like you five feet high in Korea. Use you for sandbags. Can't you people just leave me alone? Get off my lawn. You'd think the cold would keep all the idiots out. What are all you fish heads looking at anyway? Get off my lawn. You people are nuts. I knew you were a dipshit the first time I ever saw you. You're wrong, April. I know exactly what I'm talking about. You're letting Click Clack Ding Dong and Charlie Chan just walk out with Miss What's-Her-Face. All right, I'm going to hold it right there. But that's Clint Eastwood, of course, from uh, Gran Torino, talking about get off my lawn. So I think that's pretty yes. funny stuff there. 91 is Clint Eastwood. Do you believe that? That's crazy. Wow. Man. Wow. And, and we're on show 94? Pretty crazy <laughs> stuff, huh? Uh, yeah, that's amazing. All right. Well, this guy's on Get Off My Lawn for a reason. Okay. According to Yahoo News, ex-Missouri gym owner guilty of killing elderly lady with a baseball bat and setting her home on fire. Interesting. Yeah. This is February 11th, 2022 this year. A former Missouri gym owner was found guilty of fatally beating a retired 66-year-old janitor with a baseball bat and burning her house down over a property dispute. So I, I guess the, the steroids are, are finally kicking in and the, the, roid, the roid rage is, is alive and well inside this man. Pavel Samsonek, 48. He's only 48. Looks older than wow. that. 
was convicted on all charges on Friday in the brutal murder of his neighbor, Alice Hale, who was found dead in her burning home in 2020. The jury deliberated approximately 45 minutes prior to reaching a verdict. Sam Sinek, who killed Hale over a dispute involving a fence separating their properties, was charged with second-degree murder, armed criminal action, arson, and tampering with physical evidence. Firefighters found Hale's Springfield home engulfed in flames September 21st, 2020. They found they found he <clears throat> they found he he laid Missouri's they found I don't understand. This is a bad yada yada. She f- suffered significant blunt force trauma. Testimony during the trial showed that Samson beat Ms. Hale to death with a dangerous instrument set her house on fire to destroy the evidence of the murder, then watched the house burn from the parking lot of a nearby convenience store, according to Greene County Prosecuting Attorney's Office in the press release to Oxygen.com. Dude, you know, I've wanted wanted to punch a neighbor before, but I, (laughs) I really don't think I would do it, you know? Yeah, I've been I've been fortunate with with neighbors. You hear all kinds of freaking horror stories and, you know, these these crime stories and things like that, that people, you know, that are on TV and you hear a lot about neighbors and hell, even on YouTube and and the interwebs nowadays, you you see people arguing and all this crap. But to to get to that extreme, there's something obviously not right. This this is straight up mafioso type stuff, you know, that you would see on TV in a movie or something. First, yep. he beats this probably helpless, weak old lady with a bat, Right, kills her, and then goes, oh, shit, I better burn the house down. And then he stands there and watches it. Right. What the hell, man? Unreal. Unreal. People are friggin' nuts, dude. Well, you know, he, he, he wanted her off his lawn. What do you expect? Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of nuts and get off my lawn, this guy looks horrible. Have you heard him sing lately? No, I'm afraid to. Yeah, I I can't remember what it was I was watching, but he was he was you know with somebody else singing. By the way, this is like, great great podcasting. We're talking about Paul McCartney here. We're assuming yeah. you're seeing the video here. It's a yeah. uh, Paul McCartney looks like crap on Twitch of, TV. Of Beatles and, and and Wings fame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think it might have been a, a Super Bowl thing a couple of years ago. He he. I don't know about now, but a few years ago, he couldn't he couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. It was it was it was real bad, you know. Yeah. He's he's on my bucket list of people to see in in my lifetime. And well, I great news, great yeah. news, Mike. He's going on tour. Well, f- fantastic. Coming yeah. to Jacksonville, I'm sure. No, he's coming to Orlando, dude. He's coming yeah. to Hollywood, Florida, and Orlando, Florida, Camping World Stadium. Really? Okay, so he's yeah, he's doing an outdoor show at that. I saw him back in like '89, somewhere around there, in Tampa Stadium. Okay, but I don't know if I. I mean, dude, that was 35 years ago. I saw him, and he looked friggin' old then. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I I don't know. Does does he still have it? I don't know. We're gonna have he, to touch. It? We're gonna have to touch base with Paulie because they're starting off their tour in Spokane, Washington. Uh, yeah, that's nowhere near Paulie, though. And he winds up in New Jersey in mid-June. Wow. At, at MetLife? Yep, MetLife. Uh, June 16th is the end. So he's awesome. out for basically a six weeks or so. Starts April 28th in Spokane. Then goes to Seattle for two shows at the Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle on that's May. That's more like 
second, yeah, that's third. Foley, that's yeah. Foley's neighborhood. Yeah. So Oct- May 28th is Orlando. May 25th is Hollywood. I mean, I Hollywood, like to, Florida. I'd like to see him with Billy Joel and Elton John. That would be a good trifecta. Can they sell out Camping World Stadium, dude? That's like 60,000, 70,000 people, dude. Yeah. Okay, say they cut off the back one of those end zones. That's still like 50,000 people, dude. Are 50,000 people from Central Florida are going to go see him? And, and I'll, I'll bet you it's a premium price, too. Yeah, tickets aren't on sale yet, but I'm sure they are. Yeah, uh, nosebleed is probably 100 bucks. Oh, easily, dude. Easily. Yeah, that's, that's a shame. Let's see. I'm trying to pull it up right now. See if they give me a price, like a price range. You know, how many right, tickets right. I want to view tickets. No, I don't want you to know where I live. It's checking the availability. I re- they already said the tickets weren't on sale yet, so I don't know how they could do this. Maybe they took a flyer on some resales. Inventory or- is limited. Act fast. Click to view the tickets. Yeah, nosebleeds right now. $294. Wow. $300. Those resale tickets? Yeah. They're, they go up from there, too, dude. There's, let me see the most expensive one I can find. Field oh. 2, which is in front of the stage. I don't know what row it is. This is row 3, so that's pretty close. $12,096. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a racket to get into. You know? Yeah. Reselling... I- Reselling tickets on Ticketmaster's website. I heard of that, and I know people that do that on a small scale thing. But there's I've some people who make that their business. They'll buy them yeah. to L.A. and they, they live in New York or whatever, and they just yeah. sell them out there online. Yep. Yeah. I got lucky. I was able to sell my Orlando Motley Crue tickets online, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> you know, I wasn't. I couldn't. I was unable to sell my San Antonio ones, so I actually got a refund on those. But we have Jacksonville tickets. July second, so yeah, well, that, people people make a business doing it. That you know? hour shot by. Uh, we're over right now on time, so we're just okay. gonna wrap things up here. I want to give cool. a shout out to Gino Losi. Check out Gino Losi if you want to go fishing in Florida. Check out my friend Dustin Levine over at the Mountain Patch Theater in Leesburg. Send them some cash, buy some tickets to a show or something. And of course, my friend uh, Knife Hand Stand at Jet Set Printing. Get all your printing needs in Central Florida. Anybody you're shouting out, Mike? Uh, just just to, to Mickey Mouse. We're yes. going to see him tomorrow. All right. Hey, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for tuning in. And we look forward to speaking with you again next time. Till then, ciao. Ciao, folks. Ciao.